Welcome back to This is Kingdom. This is Grace. This is Talon. This is TJ. And this week, y'all, we're going to be studying the talk, Hosanna to the Most High God by Elder Razvan. Boom. And so I'm kind of taking lead on what we're talking about today. And my point is kind of controversial. Like... <laughs> It's kind of crazy. Like I, I, like I might get kicked out of the group today. I don't know. Don't don't um, lead with that. Don't lead with and that. So well, it's like the it's like the hook. It like gets them in. Like ooh. Yeah, anyway, it's juicy. It's juicy today. So in uh, Elder Rasband's talk, talking about Palm Sunday, um, and then just even the title, just Hosanna. You just feel the vibe of like getting hyped, like getting excited, like thinking about the people as Jesus is walking through the street on the donkey. And I didn't even know what palms were until looking at this talk again and seeing the picture of the people, the people in Ghana with their palms. Anyway. Now he knows. Now he knows. And so I was just kind of pondering this morning and I was thinking about like the times of my life um, when if Jesus were walking by in the street and and I'm sorry. And listen, I love Jesus. I believe in him and I'll follow him. But there's just some times in my life where I don't know that I'll be shaking my palm and that I'll be super happy and super excited. You know what I mean? I mean, there's some times in my life where he could be walking through the street and I'll be like kind of sad or like kind of upset or kind of confused, you know? And I did a just a quick like Q&A on my Instagram the other day and asked people what, um, just like what was impacting their relationship with God, either positive or negative. And I just got all kinds of response. Like some people were going through divorce, some people with sports injuries, like some people um, just really tough things and, and childhood trauma and all kinds of things. And it just had me thinking like, what about those times when our attitude isn't the best towards God? Like what about the times when if he's walking through your life, you're not super pumped with the palms? I feel like that's just a super tough moment. I feel like, um, I feel like there can be some shame, right, with uh, with dealing with those feelings and those emotions. And so that's just kind of the question, the topic. I kind of want to have this topic for the people who might be feeling that way today. Mm. Well, and it's super interesting. Immediately when you brought this up, I like thought of the story. And I don't know if you guys remember, but what happens is there's this whole group. They're like lining the streets. Like it is like crazy packed, like body to body. Like everyone's like super stoked. They have like the palm leaves and stuff like that. But there's a moment right after, like in the same story, talking about the same thing. And there's this like conversation that happens. And it says like they were waving their branches and they were shouting Hosanna. And then it says, but some were asking, who is this? That moved the city. I just made that up. Could it be, I don't know what it actually <laughs> says, but it's still, like that's the idea. Okay, Something like it. Is that they're like, wait, like who is this? Mm. Like who's the person that like is walking through the city that's like making this big of a deal? And I wonder if like those are the moments that rather than like waving the palm branch and like shouting Hosanna, like we're sitting there and we're like, you know what? Like who is this? Like mm. who's the person that all of you guys are so stoked about? Like why are you guys like jumping up and down? Why are you like stopping your days and like getting in like this crowd? Like why are you going all out of your way for like one guy like who is this that you guys are so stoked about because I'm not feeling that stoked Mm. but it like makes me think like oh like I wonder on that day that Sunday like who was there that answered the question you know like I wonder if like somewhere down that street there was like this newlywed like bride and groom that were like oh no like wait like you wonder who this is like oh like this guy, he showed up at our wedding and like when everything was falling apart and like we were running out of wine and like everyone was panicking because it was going to be the worst night ever. Like he showed up and like 
he like brought a miracle. Like he turned water into wine for our wedding. Like this is Jesus. Like he's the guy that changes everything. And I wonder if like further down the street, there was this guy and someone was like, oh, like who is this? Like who's Jesus? And he's like, oh no, like listen, like I used to be blind and then I met Jesus and now I see things that I've never seen. Like this is Jesus. And I wonder if the people surrounding were like all of a sudden, like, oh my goodness, like that's the type of guy that I want to know. Like, this is, like, actually really cool. Like, I wasn't stoked when I got here. Like, I wasn't, like, super hyped about, like, being in this crowd. And I'm not waving my, like, palm leaf. Like, I didn't climb the tree to grab one. But, like, now that I'm here and I heard what you guys are so stoked about, like, now, like, get me a palm leaf. Like, I'm hyped. You know? Mm. I was hoping you'd talk about it because it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things when you talk about that. Um, but what I wonder with what TJ was saying if like there were some people there that weren't so stoked about it. Like, I wonder if there was a dude that was blind there and he's standing by that dude who was blind and is now healed. He's like, well, I haven't been healed. Like I've been blind for years and years and years and years and nothing's happened yet. And I wonder if the other guy who was healed looked back at him and was like, bro, I was in that exact same spot. Like I was there. Like I was just as frustrated as you. Like I was just as lost. Like I'd given up. He's like, but then this Jesus guy showed up. And I just think... There's different parts of our stories that we might be frustrated with Jesus, or we might not be like super stoked about celebrating him. And I actually think that's so normal because I bet every person who was celebrating him had a time when they were frustrated with him. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, I think. And one thing, as you shared that, I was thinking about like the bonding that can happen between people on their different like in their different spots of their faith journey. You know what I mean? Like there's super deep bonding when you find like validation and and just someone to listen to who like actually knows what you've been through. And when you see someone that's been through the, the same tough thing that you've been through and they've experienced Jesus with it, I feel mm. like that's like a really like hopeful moment, like a really, there's like potential for a really hopeful experience and like an uplifting moment and bonding between those two. If the person who hasn't found the healing yet is willing to like open their heart up to that person and open their heart up to the savior, you mm. know? And I feel like it's not an if it's going to happen to us, but it's like a win. Like there's going to be a part in our lives that like we look around and we're like, everyone is way stoked on this Jesus guy. And like, I'm not feeling it. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like shout and I don't want to like be stoked about this. And quite frankly, I don't really care about being here in this like whole crowd of people like stoked for Jesus. And I think it's in those moments that we're like, okay, well now what? Like, yeah, like I have this huge relationship with Jesus. Like I have had these experiences, but like now what? Because I'm not feeling it. And I feel like that's the testimony of those people that are asking like, who is this? Mm. Like, who's this guy that you guys are like all stoked about? And it makes me think like, oh, like are there times in my life that when I'm not stoked about Jesus, is there someone that I can text and be like, hey, can you like talk to me about like, why do you love Jesus so much? Like, can you like stoke me up on him? Like, I like I'm not feeling it right now, but I wish I was. So like, what do you know about Jesus that I might be missing? Because that one blind guy, like, let's say like who was standing there that was like, oh, I didn't know Jesus was like that. But now that I've talked to you, I do. Mm. It's like, yeah, now I can see what he can do. And it's what you thinking, TJ? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just thinking about like, experiences that we've had with our seminary students and with people and just yeah I'm just thinking about how special those moments have been when people have reached out like to me to to share where they're at in their faith journey and to ask for advice and then vice versa like I've thought about moments when I've like there's a lot of times when I've needed to reach out 
to Low or, or to my mom or to friends and to just be open and vulnerable with like, hey, this is where I'm at. And I'm like not happy and it's tough. Like I want to believe, like I want to be solid with Jesus, but it's just really hard right now. And I just think those are some of like the most powerful moments that I've ever had mm. like in my life. When you're just like holding on. Yeah. Yeah. When you're holding on. Mm. Exactly. And it just makes me grateful. Like right now, it makes me grateful for those experiences. Like I would never want to give those up, even though it felt hard for me, you know? Mm. I think like this is uh, this conversation is so cool because it's making me think so much about so many things but, like one of my favorite things in the entire world is like campfire chats or like kitchen table chats and it's like 2 a.m. and it's just like you're all like kind of sitting there and like you're probably eating cereal if you're in the kitchen you know and everyone's just like kind of hanging out and then like instead of just like talking about your night like all of a sudden it kind of like goes next level of like oh wait this is actually like there's like I want to talk about something serious now and I think that our souls crave a spiritual conversation. Like, I just think that's genuinely true about a lot of people. But I think a lot of times we don't know how to bring it up. And especially we don't know how to bring it up if we're the person that's not stoked about it. Like, it's like really easy to be like, oh my gosh, like I just had the best spiritual experience ever. Like, mm. let's talk about it. Like, you guys wouldn't believe, like, listen to this missionary moment that I had. Like, this is so cool. And then you're like, oh yeah, of course I want to talk to him that day. Like, talk about him that day. But it's a little bit different. Like, when you're the kid that's like, I actually have been playing my phone every single, like I've been online shopping during church for the last like six months. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you one thing, like from my scripture study over the past eight months that I've like actually cared about and like don't even get me started on my prayers because I usually forget. Like you, then you don't want to be the one that like at 2 a.m. Mm. when you're having cereal, you don't want to be like, oh, like let's talk about Jesus because I don't know him. But I feel like that's the coolest part about that conversation in the street that day is that's the question they asked. And that's not a hard question for us to ask is to just sit down and yeah, like when you're like at the campfire or when you're going on a drive late at night or like when you're like sitting at the table, if you're not stoked on Jesus, like just like turn to the people that you're surrounded with and just be like, yo, like tell me like if someone were to ask you who is Jesus, like what would you say and why? Like I feel like that'd be a game changing conversation. Mm. And that's not hard. Like that's an easy thing to bring up in that moment. And I think that you'd be surprised how like much like passion and excitement and like thrill you would get like even just from a conversation about someone else's experiences with him. I just had to hop on this and uh, just, uh, I want to issue a challenge. Can we do that? An ish, a challenge for the listeners to be able to ask that question. Will you repeat it? What's the question again? Who is Jesus to you and how do you know that? Boom. That's our challenge. I, I want to challenge mm -hmm. everybody who hears this, put that question to the test and let us know in the DMs or, or however reach out because I think that will change things. Yeah. That conversation. Mm -hmm. It just makes me think, I just think of how many people in the scriptures were like waiting for their miracle. Like I think of the woman with the issue of blood, like 12 years, you know, like the dude of the waters of Bethesda. I probably said that wrong. You can correct me. No, Did I say it right? Yeah. Yes, let's go. Like 38 years he was waiting. And I wonder if like in her 12 years or in his 38 years, like he heard somebody else's story. Like I wonder if they heard somebody's miracle and was like, maybe my day will come. Like maybe, maybe my miracle will come. Just because not every day is going to be, I mean, if you're talking to someone that's super positive, they're like, every day is a miracle. For me, every day is not a miracle. Like <laughs> some days are just like, eh, you know? And it's just like the miracles come, but sometimes I think it's so nice to just like hear others. And no, you know what? I'm not seeing them yet. I'm not getting my answer yet, but it's so refreshing to hear people that are getting those answers and that are seeing the miracles. Like I know they're there and I'm going to keep looking for mine. I love that. And I just see both, both sides to that. Like be the person that's ready to, like, don't be afraid to share your miracle. Mm. And then on the flip side, don't be afraid to 
vocalize that you're looking for that miracle, you know, because I feel like reaching out and being vulnerable in that way, like opens up for people to, you know, connect with you and you can find healing and find cool experiences. So. And truth be told, like a lot of people, I always talk about like falling in love with Jesus and like falling in love with God. And a lot of people ask me like, how did you do that? Like, when did you figure that out? Like what happened? And like, I think in this conversation, like it just made it so abundantly clear. Like, I won't lie. I think that like David Butler was my seminary teacher all growing up. And like, he like was awesome, like the very best, but I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I love Jesus because I heard him talk about him. Mm. Like, I think that he introduced me to the Jesus that I fell in love with. And like, you don't have to have all of the crazy experiences to fall in love with Jesus. But like maybe hearing someone else talk about him, will like, like start that. Mm. Like all of a sudden you'll be like, oh wait, like actually I think I do love that guy. Yeah, we're just like, it's like, that's not where we want to end up. Like you want to be able to have your own experiences, but like what a great place to be starting. What a great place to be like, listen, I've heard this. I've heard this. I want that. I want more Jesus. I want my own experiences. I think it's such a good spot to be in, you know? And I think, because um, I think Elder Rasban in this talk brings up the story with the 10 virgins. And I think sometimes we, I know for me personally, I, I've gotten a little bit messed up because there's been times in my life when, I, when I'm really leaning on people's testimonies, you know what I mean? And I'm like, shoot, well, I, I know I need to put, put in my own work and to get my own oil. And I know that that's true, but I love what you guys are saying because we can't forget that one of the best ways to build our faith and strengthen our faith is to be in places where people are testifying of him and like being in places and not just being there. And this is a big challenge for me, and I know a challenge for other people, but not just being in the places where there's strong faith and where people are sharing, but disconnecting from the world, like just put your phone down and like be all in, like tune into the spirit, like tune into what people are saying so that the words will actually come into your heart and not just bounce off because you're distracted with your phone or with whatever. Mm. So So good. Beautiful. Such good thoughts, TJ. Give him the song, baby. All right. So I'm excited to play this song for you guys. This song is, uh, um, it's called In Jesus' Name by Katie Nicole. And I, I just know how tough it is to be in these situations where, where we want to feel Jesus and we want to feel close, but we don't. And so if anything, I think this song, uh, it, it has this prayer that's really powerful. And so hopefully, I mean, hopefully something we talked about today have hit, has hit, you know, for people, but... You know, if not, maybe there's something in this song and something in this prayer that will be helpful for you. I speak the name of Jesus over you In your hurt and in your sorrow I will ask my God to move I speak the name cause it's all that I can do In desperation I'll seek heaven and pray this for you I pray for your healing That circumstances would change I pray that the fear inside will flee In Jesus' name I pray that a breakthrough Would happen today I pray miracles over your life In Jesus' name In Jesus' name Oh, come believe it, come receive it. Oh, the power of His Spirit is now forever yours. Come believe it, come receive it. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are possible. I pray for your healing, that circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside will flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name. I pray for revival, for restoration of faith. I pray that the dead will come alive in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. See you next week. <laughs>